The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Now Brad Underwood says let's go. Frazier dribbles, backs away with three, going to have to shoot it with two, a long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! And that's going to end the half and listen to the roar! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look, an in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Almost a five count, lob, intercepted by Nichols. He takes it away, fast break the other way, layup is good! And the crowd on its feet and a timeout Northwestern. Rebound on the floor, grabbed out of there and cleared by Felice, coast to coast, off the glass, got it to go down, counted and he's fouled. Now from courtside at the State Farm Center on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. And pleasant good morning to you from the courtside at the State Farm Center. Illinois basketball back in action, back on the mainland, back on terra firma. Today the Illini with a game against Mississippi Valley State, Illinois. Reeling from a four-game losing streak, including losing all three on the Maui in the Maui Invitational. They are back home today, though, against the Mississippi Valley Delta Devils. How you doing, everybody? Scott Beatty alongside Lauren Tate. And about 20 minutes ago, we were sitting here getting ready to do a basketball pregame show, and that's what we will bring you. But then 15 minutes ago, we learned some news. Lovey Smith, head football coach for Illinois, has earned a contract extension from Josh Whitman. So if you'll indulge us for a moment, we will shift gears to football and come back to this basketball game in a little bit. Uh, Lauren Tate, Lovey Smith has three more years on his contract until this announcement came out, so he has five more years. Josh Whitman, it's been said before, had gone all in on Lovey Smith. Now well, he's finding anything else to put in the middle of the table. Well, I, it's a cry for stability, and, and Illinois needs stability in its football program. There's no question that stability is important, but there are some that would tell you that a three-year contract is stability. I mean, that's pretty good. Three years is not the worst thing in the world. Five is going way out. That'll take him to age 65. He's 60 now, so uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I think this is catches everybody by surprise. I, I think it's fair to say that 90% of the, of the uh, fandom is shocked. I am. I'm, I'm totally shocked. It is worth a read, an open letter that Josh Whitman has published at FightingIllini.com. He cites a number of things that he points toward in progress for the football team, starting with the simple fact of two more wins than last year and two more Big Ten wins than last year, progress in the offense, and a very young team also hampering by um, injuries as well and then here's a key paragraph that he writes despite these facts a growing narrative around our program is that Illinois football has failed to progress and that head coach Lovey Smith is in jeopardy of losing his job if I allowed that narrative to continue unchecked we would risk damaging the foundation we've worked so hard to construct over these last years thus today we are putting it to rest and getting back to the business of building the bright future of Illinois football 
We are not firing Lovey Smith. In fact, with the blessing of Chancellor Jones and pending Board of Trustees approval, we plan to extend his contract. And then he goes on to outline several paragraphs why he is doing that. But a simple fact is stability is what Josh Whitman is asking for. Well, stability is really important. I'll concede that. But I will also say to you, I'll repeat, three years of stability. Three years is pretty good. Most coaches would be happy with three years. Uh, to go to five is to basically, I, I, I'm just, uh, I, don't, I don't really know what to say. I, I just think that uh, uh, to say that they progressed this year is a stretch. I know if you just go strictly W's and L's that you can say last year was two and this year was four. I understand that. But I saw a Northwestern game, and, and, and they're talking about how much better Illinois played. Look, Northwestern didn't even play their regulars the last uh, quarter and a half. Come on. I mean, they took their regulars out. They took the quarterback out. They took their running back out. They took their lineman out. What are we supposed to think? They're, they're preparing for another game. I mean, it's nice that the score shows that there might be progress. But look beyond the score and look beyond the, the W's and L's. 63 times given up 63 uh, points by a team that is run by a defensive uh, coach is ridiculous. I mean, so I don't know. I, I just, uh, I, I hate to, I, I, I agree with the stability part, but I think we already had stability. And I and while he's saying that some people think that thought Lovey was going to be fired, nobody around here thought that. That's national stuff. That's people that look at it without a, 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 any knowledge of the, of the situation. Those of us who knew, knew he wasn't going to get fired. Yeah, I and mean, I think. You knew. Yeah. I knew. I mean, come on. We knew. We, we tried to explain that, you know, he's not going to be fired to people from outside that can't understand why why he would be retained. I think those closer here believed, and let me be clear, nobody ever said this. I think those of us closer to the program believe next year was a referendum type year. It should be. And the thing that we don't know when they extend his contract, we don't know how that affects the buyout. The buyout as of February 1 is, is, two, is $4 million. That is as ridiculous as this is. That is doable. That, that that could be handled. But if it goes back up to 12 or more, that's another story. Indeed. So that is the news of the day as we get ready for Illinois basketball against Mississippi Valley State. Lovey Smith, head football coach, the morning after the season ends at Northwestern. Lovey Smith getting a two-year extension. He is good through 2023. There will be uh, more opportunities to talk about this throughout our sports programming. Uh, Starting tomorrow morning on our AM side at 9 a.m. with Saturday, uh, excuse me, Monday morning quarterbacks. Lauren, you'll be on with Brian Barnhart, and there'll be a lot to uh, discuss there as well. We'll get to the business of this basketball game in a moment as we carry on. It's the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Rudy Wealth Management bringing you our program. They are there for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. Back in a moment on Finding Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. You know, I, I've said you find out where you're at, and we did that against the best team in the country and had a chance to beat them. Uh, and then uh, did really good things in both the games, but we found out who we are and what we have to work on. And instead of playing 
some teams and winning and not really having to deal with some adversity and deal with high-level basketball, um, now we know. And now we can we can move forward and get better. And, and uh, uh, so all in all, I think it, it was some growth. I thought it was some, uh, some areas, obviously, toughness and guarding the ball and, and sustaining uh, maximum effort for 40 minutes uh, were something we didn't do the last two nights. And uh, we've got to grow there. Brad Underwood talking about some of the takeaways from the Maui trip in which the Illini went 0-3. They're on a four-game losing streak today. The Mississippi Valley Delta Devils are in town. They are 1-5 out of the Southwestern Athletic Conference, the SWAC. Illinois at 1-4. Welcome back, everybody. Scott Beatty here alongside Lauren Tate. We've been talking football on the pregame show with Lovey's contract extension announced today, but... Let's get to the business of basketball here. Uh, Lauren, I'm going to venture a guess. This is probably the weakest team on the schedule the whole year. I think so. When you lose to Nebraska by 69, and then you lose your next four games by 32, 35, 35, and 9, that's not good. Yeah, their, their closest uh, loss was a nine-point loss at Robert Morris out in Pennsylvania. But they're, they, they're on a one-game streak. Yep, they did beat southeastern Louisiana 69 59 with uh, 188 in attendance <laughs> at that ball game. But, yeah, they opened up the year with a loss at, at Nebraska. This is this game was put here precisely for what it is today, a, a, a get your legs back after the time change and the jet lag and, and get reoriented because Tuesday night, Notre Dame. At Notre Dame. That'll be a tough one. Indeed. So, uh, Illinois, I mean, as you look at it, there's a lot of folks that start feeling, well, maybe it was just too much. The schedule's just too much for this young team. Well, it is. And, it, and I, yeah, it, you're, you're absolutely right because they weren't ready to handle all of this. But I think there's still think there's some good pieces here. It's just a young team right now. Well, the, there are some good young pieces. What I want to know is what was wrong with the old pieces. What's going on with Kipper Nichols? He's been removed from the starting lineup, uh, at least over in Maui. What's going on with uh, Andres Feliz? He's a he's a junior. He's a best supposedly the best junior college guard in the country last year, and he looked good in practice, and he looked good when we first came out here against Evansville. But ever since then, he's been going steadily down. I, I don't understand it. I mean, I thought I thought he was going to be a major. I thought he was, even though he wasn't starting, I considered him a starter. But I don't now. I don't know what to think. Maybe he'll come back. This could be the type of game where uh, where some confidence comes back, though, because well, I think yeah. Illinois is going to have an advantage at every place on the floor. Well, that's right. But uh, this is a this is just a game that this is almost a non-counter. I mean, I'm sure he'll the, – the thing that I want to know and, and find out, and we won't know until Notre Dame, is what is he going to do defensively to change what's happening. If you're going to keep giving up free throws and layups, you can't possibly win. You, you can win a game. You can, you know, you can shoot a bunch of threes and, and like they did against Gonzaga and have a good game, but that's not a complete game. You've got to learn, you've got to get, until we see rebounding, until we see better play around the boards and in the paint, it's, it's going to be a problem. And this league is better. It isn't better at the top. There's nobody as good as Michigan State was at the beginning of last year when they had that terrific lineup. But if you go down seven, eight, nine places, the league is better. Yeah. The medium has sort of come yeah, up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it has, except Penn State's now suffered a really bad loss with with Watkins being uh, arrested and, and in trouble and obviously suspended. Uh, he's the center on that basketball team. He was a key player for them. 
And uh, so Penn State isn't going to be as good as I thought. But um, I think that Minnesota's going to be a lot better. I, I think that the, the only teams that we can see that uh, Illinois is on a par with right now is, is, is probably Northwestern. I don't think Northwestern's going to be very good. They lost to Fresno uh, decisively. And um, I, I, just, I, I think Penn State and Rutgers are the other two. Yeah. All right, we'll come back, get some keys to the game. By the way, today, Epilepsy Awareness Day here for this ball game. Uh, fans are receiving purple wristbands and an informational card about it throughout the uh, 100 level and a lot of in-game announcements. Assistant coach Jamal Walker's son, Braylon, has been diagnosed with epilepsy and he has teamed up with the Ep Epilepsy Foundation to help spread the message about uh the, the issue there, and uh, Brian Barnhart will talk with him more in Coach's Corner coming up towards the top of the hour. We'll come back, get you our keys to the game. It's the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show, Fighting Line at Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Tomorrow is the toughest game. I've been fortunate. I've, I've I've been to Maui before and come back, and and everybody makes a uh, big deal about this game in terms of the, the travel and the lag and everything else, and and yet it's about being able to, to get dialed in mentally. Uh, this is a team that has really good guards. Uh, the offensive rebound like crazy. Uh, they're coming off a win, and. Uh, uh, for us, we've got to we've got to continue to improve. State Farm Center as Illinois getting ready for Mississippi Valley State. Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate with you. Also, Doug Altenberger has stopped by. And he'll be on the call with Brian Barnhart. I know Doug that you said, "Hey, Dion, you go ahead. <laughs> Dion Thomas, you go ahead and go to Maui. I'll take the Sunday after Thanksgiving." Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I was hoping maybe uh, Dion would uh, have a conflict, but uh, it didn't happen. <laughs> and. Uh, uh, even coming in the, in, uh, the, in the parking area, the guys were like, hey, Doug, we need a W. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is an important game for Illinois tonight. Well, good good to see you. First of all, welcome back. You doing well? Uh, doing great. Uh, had a great Thanksgiving, and uh, family all came home. So uh, we watched, got to watch all the games just like everybody else out, out of Maui. And, uh, you know, the guys competed. They played hard and uh, came up a little bit short. But, uh, you know, I, I thought uh, even though they're in a three- or four-game losing streak, they, you know, they've played better uh, than their record shows. Let's get to our keys to the game. They're brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champagne, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. The whole team of them takes you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Well, guys, you know, this is clearly an opponent Illinois should beat, um, even if they don't have a great game. So what is key for them today? Well, I think defensively, uh, Brad's talked about it, but on the ball defense, they're trying to put pressure on the ball, but... Uh, you know, as, as a defender, you, you've got to – when a guy's in a triple net, triple position, that means he can shoot, pass, or drive, you know, you've got to give a little leeway. And our guys have got to do a little bit of adjustment. We're getting beat off the ball, and our help defense is, is late getting there. So I, I think those are two critical things. Uh, you know, this team – teams are shooting over 50% against us. You're not going to beat a lot of guys. You may beat them at home, but you go on the road, and, you're, and that team shoots 50%. That's tough. And the second thing is rebounding. Everybody's got to do it. They don't have the bigs. They don't have the guys in there, but they've got to get to the offensive glass. What can he do, uh, Doug, that would uh, – what kind of strategy could he use to, to improve the defense? I mean, obviously, we all know it needs to be improved. We want it to be improved. What can he do? Well, I, what I would do is uh, off the ball, what we call the weak side, uh, those guys have got to do a little bit better – 
uh, even though they're, they're, uh, he wants to extend the defense, those guys have got to make an adjustment and get off, the, get off their defender. So if a guy gets beat, then they can shift and be in that spot. We're not in the right spots to help guys. And then what happens is you notice a lot of guys going back door, getting easy layups. Uh, guys are getting to the basket real clean. Uh, and, and I think that's really important uh, to, for, to have good spacing defensively, and we haven't had it. Doug, it's good to hear your voice again, and we'll hear a lot more coming up at the top of the hour. Okay, thanks, guys. Thanks, Appreciate Doug. it, Doug Altenberger, with our keys to the game. Lauren Tate, we'll see you soon. All right. Coming up, Coach's Corner. We'll throw it back to studio for all of that. And then more here from the State Farm Center, Illinois, and Mississippi Valley State coming up on this Sunday afternoon. It's a Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Welcome back to Fighting Illini Game Day. Evan Kahn back in the Game Day studios. It's time for the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign. Here's Brian Barnhart with assistant coach Jamal Walker. It's Illinois basketball here on this Sunday, back on the mainland, Mississippi Valley State, the opponent. Jamal Walker joins us, has the scout, and I know uh, these games, when you come back after a long trip, uh, try to get uh, your land legs again, I guess. Yeah, yes, uh, try to get these guys acclimated again to not only the time change, but just sitting down and those, those long trips, nine hours on the flight. So uh, we, we, we did some things to try to get them sweating and going the last couple of days and, and really try to work on us. As you uh, worked on us, as you say, uh, coming out, you faced some really good competition. I, I think you learn a lot more in games like that, don't you, as, as a coach? Absolutely. I mean, anytime you play really good competition, uh, you know, we got exposed in some areas, but those are some areas where we can get better at. Um, you know, we, we want to try to really focus in on guarding the basketball better. Our defense has got to get better. When you're playing a bunch of young guys like we are, it, it, it sometimes that's the area that, that, that kind of sometimes suffers, the importance of playing defense and being consistent with what we do. So uh, I think that was definitely exposed out there in Maui, and, and that, that allows us as coaches to kind of put that out there on spotlight and get them some film and let them understand that as we move forward. Yeah, well, certainly. And, you know, some of these guys, you come from high school, they're the best athletes on their team. You can kind of get by just playing whatever defense you want, and to learn to play at this level against a Gonzaga, against an Iowa State—I mean, that's that's a real eye opener. Yeah, no, yeah, it is. It is. I mean, you know, I was a high school coach once before, and you tell your best player don't foul. You know, you want him out there playing as many minutes as possible because you don't have a really as good a player consistently out there. So uh, they got to understand the value of that. They got to understand uh, the importance of every possession and, and all the details that we talk about in practice. So um, and those things get exposed when you play really good teams. Mm-hmm. Mississippi Valley State uh, coming in. Uh, what do you know about them from uh, the games they've played so far? I think they got really good guard play. I think they have guards who can really make plays, and uh, they like to play one-on-one in space. And so uh, it's, it's kind of similar to the team we played in Xavier that had multiple guards who can, who can deck it and, and, and make plays for themselves. So uh, just kind of another challenge for us to learn how to guard the ball better today. So we're looking forward to it. Yeah, Dante Scott and Jordan Evans looks like most of the – the scoring kind of goes through those two guys. Yeah, yeah, I think those two definitely are their double-figure scorers on their team, and uh, I think I think the green kid, number 15, is a really good scorer when you watch him play off the bench. Uh, I think they got three guys who can really go get their own shot, so uh, we got to do a good job there, and then the re- rebound has been kind of on spotlight here in the last couple of days, and uh, that's something, those are two areas that that they do well, and so we, we got an opportunity to get better at that. Yeah, they did play one Big Ten team, I guess, earlier, what, Nebraska? Yeah, they played Nebraska early, and uh, it was the first game of the year, and, uh, they didn't play very well. I think they played a much better 
uh, floor game and understanding who they are as a team a lot better now than what they did about a month ago. All right, we'll take a break. Back with Jamal Walker. We're on the coach's corner here on this Sunday, getting ready for Illinois and Mississippi Valley State. Back in a moment. It's Illinois and assistant coach here, Jamal Walker, as we uh, get ready for Mississippi Valley State. Uh, real quick before we get back to the game, I want to talk about the epilepsy awareness uh, that I know you've been involved with and the crush and uh, the program today. So talk about what that means to you. Uh, it means a whole lot to me. My son has uh, got diagnosed with epilepsy uh, about a year and a half ago. And so uh, that's something that's near and dear to our hearts is the fact that uh, he suffers from that. And so we, we want to really pay, uh, kind of alert the world, let the country know about it, you know, and um I think sometimes God puts us in a, in a position to uh, use our position. Um, I'm fortunate enough to be in this area at a school that really cares about basketball and a position of uh, as an assistant coach to kind of utilize my platform for something bigger than myself. And so I think uh, so being that for Lana, uh, for something that touches my heart and that epilepsy uh, is something that, that I think the school and the university for even doing. And um, uh, we just want to draw attention to it. I know Anthony gets some treatment for that, too, has to battle with that. Too. Yeah, he does. I mean, there's 3.5 American, million Americans that suffer from epilepsy, and it seems like it's becoming more prevalent each and every day. So um, anything we can do, uh, again, to something that's bigger than, than, than basketball, bigger than, than my individual self, is uh, I've always felt like a, you come to life and do things to serve others, and that's something that, that's really passionate to and dear to my heart. Very good. Back to the game here, uh, Mississippi Valley State, uh, pace of play. Well, how will they play today? Yeah, they'll play fast. I mean, they'll play up-tempo. They want, they want to get out and run. And, um, uh, they want to play in space. Um, they will play a matchup zone uh, mixed in with their man-to-man. It kind of will look confusing, and which one's which. Um, but um, our, our, our attention to detail for what we do and execute has got to be really there. We can't really look and try to figure out what they're in, but rather just move the ball. Player movement, ball movement really hurts it, so we got to do a really good job with that. I know uh, they've got a big man, right? Seven footer, two eighty. Yeah, Is that yeah, right from big, Serbia? Yeah, big kid from Serbia is really skilled. He can right hand, left hand hook. I mean, they're not just the guards. I just think their guards are, are really, really impactful. I think they're they're bigs, rebound, and they know that kind of their role. But uh, the kid uh, Corson can really we can really score the ball. I was really been impressed with him as far as how he can score the ball both right and left hand around the basket. So no matter uh, if whatever team it is that plays the zone, the key to the zone is ball, uh, ball movement. Yeah. Anytime you play a zone, regardless of what it is, is any good offense. I think regardless if you play a man or zone, ball movement and player movement is, is pivotal to, to to how you play against uh, any type of defense. So especially this one, interior cuts really bother it. I think we got to do a really good job. We cut like that in our spread and our offense. We got to be really active in our cutting and our and our ability to move the ball side to side. Yeah, it almost has to become instinctual, right? I mean, you just you, when you get the ball, it's out of your hand as quick as possible. Yeah, yeah, you got you got you got to got to make quick decisions with it, and that's something young guys tend to struggle with. Uh, they try, they tend to want to just put the ball on the floor and try to make a play immediately. They get the ball. Uh, I think we're getting a little bit better at that. Uh, I think that really showed in Maui. Our, when our offense got really stagnant, is because we just wanted to dribble that dribble the basketball way too much. So uh, we'll we'll learn from that, and I think we'll show that today. Hey, Jamal, thanks for the visit. Good luck today. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Jamal Walker with the uh, scouting report from Mississippi Valley State out of the uh, SWAC, Southwestern Athletic Conference, the opponent today coming up just after one. And this is the Coach's Corner. That's the Coach's Corner brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign, and that's going to do it for the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show here on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana back out to the State Farm Center.